Welcome to the Pigskin Kingpins football podcast. I'm one half of your kicks, uh, Pigskin Kingpins, Michael. The other half here, Liam. I'm not talking about uh, Pigskin this week, Pat. Why don't you tell them what we're talking about this week, though? Yeah, this week we ain't talking about the Pigskins. We're going to be talking about basketball. You know, it's about sure. to start up tonight, so we're super excited. And let's get into it. Okay, so Liam, in honor of this week, uh, the NBA returning, we, of course, we wanted to do an episode. You know, we're pigskins, but we also love basketball. Yes. Before, yeah. I, before I get into this and ask you who I think, or who do you think MVP is going to be? I just want to make a note for all our listeners that Damian Williams will be opting out of the 2020 season. So yeah, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire no longer will be in a double-headed backfield, and he's definitely going to shoot up the rankings. I honestly figured he was going to be like sometime at some point during the season, the guy anyways, but now it's for sure. So that's now pretty it's crazy. easy. That's pretty so now, crazy. Yeah. So now on to the main part, Liam. MVP, you know the voting has already ended. These last eight games do not count towards it. So up until March, who do you think the MVP is? We know it's a two-headed horse race, so yeah. I want to hear what your take is. Yeah, well, I think you know who I'm going to pick. Obviously, I'm going to rock my guy every time. For those who don't know, biggest Brom fan that uh, you'll probably ever meet, and I'm rocking with him because the reality of it is LeBron's the MVP every year, and I feel like a lot of people know this. He's the best player in basketball. If you don't think so, then, I mean, like I'll hear a couple guys, like I'll hear someone argue maybe KD's better. And I'll hear people arguing that Kawhi's better, but I'm not going to hear Giannis. He's not as versatile and doesn't have as much to his game as LeBron does. He's more of a freak in nature, and there's not a lot of people like that. But LeBron's still a freak, and, like, his game is just so dynamic. He can do it all. Uh, yeah, he's the MVP for sure. Giannis's numbers are slightly better, but, like, I, I don't feel like I need to say very much more. LeBron's the best player in the league every year. And what he did with the Lakers team last year, you look at him, he gets banged up. They were in the playoffs. He pulls his groin. They fall off. This year, he's been there the whole time, and the Lake shows it looks like they haven't skipped a beat all season. And that's because of LeBron. He's super valuable to that team. It takes a real stud to be the best player on a team when you have AD and a supporting cast like that. And LeBron is that guy. He's the most valuable player to that Lake show team. Ted, I know what you're going to say, and I'm going to listen to you, but at the same time, I don't even want to hear it, fam. All right. You know what? Let me start with this. Who leads uh, the Lakers in points? Anthony Davis rebounds. Anthony Davis steals. And who, Davis who is blocks. the reason why Anthony AD Davis. produces like that? Anthony Davis always puts so up, valuable. He put up, he put up the same monster numbers in New Orleans. Like Anthony Davis, you're you're telling you're, yeah, are you but, telling me? But what's the who, difference? In, in okay, you know what? Who has that? Production. Now has, I'm actually balling now. In New Orleans, has, it was just numbers. Who if has Giannis better, was just putting up numbers and the Bucks were bummy, he wouldn't even be considered for the MVP race. LeBron makes that team go. Yeah, LeBron and makes that team go, but tell me one thing. Who has a better sidekick than LeBron and Anthony Davis? Nobody, because they're both – LeBron is the second best it? player in the league behind Giannis, and Anthony Davis is in the top five. Are you telling me you Who would cares? rather – you, you telling me – You can still yeah, get stud and have a good supporting cast, Pitta. No, because – yeah, but of course your team is better. If you took Giannis off the Bucks and LeBron off the Lakers, you would rather have the Lakers. You're not telling me that you would pick a team led by Chris Middleton um, oh, no, over I'm a team say, led I'm by gonna, Anthony I'm going to take the Bucks, actually. So 
You're going to take the Bucks. You know, yeah, you're not. You're yeah, not. You're, yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. you're going to take Chris Middleton, a fringe all-star who wouldn't be an all-star in the West, over Anthony Davis, who's I'm taking a top LeBron five and the Bucks. player. I'm taking LeBron yeah, and the right. Bucks. <laughs> Let me get into the real MVPs. You hey, know, do you see what I was wearing, on, by the way? Yeah, the Bulls, you know, the true goat. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. See, I want to get you Giannis, going. the MVP, maybe the highest player efficiency rating ever. He, he literally is that team. Without that team, that team, you're telling me a team with Chris Middleton and guess what? would be LeBron, better than... LeBron would, LeBron would be that team if he was there too. So I don't get what you're saying with that point. Like, that are, we, Giannis, are we forgetting about the Cavs team that he literally dragged through the mud to go to the finals? Yeah, but like that's LeBron when the East was way worse too. He can carry a team. Yeah. But guess who the only chance that wins 60 games is? Milwaukee. You know why? Because they're first. It's a bubble 53, season, man. You can't 53 wins. Numbers, bro. 53 wins, and Lakers only finished 49. So they finished four games ahead anyways. Giannis the, literally carried West, that team. Man. They're in the West. Giannis leads his team. Points, assists, steals, blocks, everything. Giannis is literally that well, team. Well, of course he leads the team. He just said the team's waste. LeBron would do that too if he was over there. Yeah, but that's the fact that Giannis is clearly the MVP if he's the most valuable player to the team. He's more valuable to the Bucks than LeBron is to the Lakers. Because if you took LeBron and Giannis like, off... Obviously, the numbers are better on the Bucks because the Bucks are waste. But the Lakers, like, without LeBron, they wouldn't go either. I'm just going to say that right now. They wouldn't go either. Yeah, but they would... With a team with Danny Green, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Anthony Davis, JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, Avery Bradley... John Ronto and Markeith Morris, I think they could figure it out a little bit more. Man, than they had Bucks. a lot of that cast last year, though. Yeah, exactly. But they didn't have Anthony happened? Davis. They there was no Anthony, so Anthony Davis is literally <laughs> Anthony Davis is literally a top five player in the league. People, <laughs> he's literally ranked top five. Chris Middleton is like maybe like the fiftieth best player in the league after Look, Giannis. Okay, I'm I don't know why you keep throwing Chris Middleton in. I agree with you. Okay, he's pretty like just solid. Like he's when it comes to being an all star, he's just waste. Okay, like I agree and with on, you there. And then on top of that, you're you're saying that he's in the East. Okay, LeBron is in the West. Historically harder, but yes. the best team from the West isn't even there. Golden State, Clay's missed all season. Steph has missed all season basically. Durant isn't even in the West That's anymore. Not even an argument. The West, is the, East. the West doesn't have isn't as top, top heavy as it used to be though. You're telling me if it's all, more spread but still better too. More spread, it's like a balance of top head and spread. Top head. But the top, spread, what I'm saying is the top four in the East is debatably as good as the top four in the West right now. Especially, mm-hmm. especially when you're considering. Okay, you know what? Maybe the Clippers at full strength. They're the second best team. They're the they're better than the Raptors. But the Clippers have been injured all year. Clay or. Uh, Kawhi and Paul George have only pay, played like 30 games together. They've been battling injuries, and they've still limped to second. Golden State, like I said, the best team the past five years, all their stars are injured. And then, so the top four in the West is very similar to the top four in the East. I feel like that's part of my point. your argument if you're saying that the Clip are like the second or third best and they've been banged up. Just saying. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. If they were healthy all year, they probably would have finished in first. That's my yeah. exact point. Well, and if they fi- if no, they but, then, first, but then the West is still good, Pettit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they haven't been fully healthy this year. So you haven't seen a full, fully powered West. So no wonder LeBron's team is finishing first. Oh, that's not why. That's what the you Clip- would think? That's not yeah, why. It's because it's Clippers- LeBron. You're just hating. No, if the Clippers were healthy all season, they would have been... <laughs> They're only like three games behind. What are they, like 46 wins still? And the Lakers are 49. Have you only had 35, 30-something games with PG and Kawhi together? Hey, look, they're still first, bro. 
Meanwhile, the Bucks are running away with again, uh, running away with the East again, and that's all yeah, because of one man. Because it's the East. Yeah, Giannis might not be as. LeBron's got him as... first in the West. The West is like okay. I'll even hear that the Clippers are banged up, but they still beat the Clippers at the end of the day. They still won, and there's still so many better teams. They only they only beat the Clippers once out of three games. The Clippers won the first two meetings. Man, there's teams that are like on the fringe at playing these bubble playing games in the West that would slap a bunch of teams in the East. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, facts, facts. The Pelicans would slap like five to eight in the wet in the East. Excuse me. Not with not with uh, Zion out like most of the year like he had. He's only played yeah, but he's good games. now, and he'd slap him around. <laughs> he'd slap him around for sure. But regardless, it's so like the East is so bummy. You can't just pick and choose when the East is bummy. Yeah, oh, that, that doesn't East. matter. LeBron's all in the East. Of, oh, of, it's so of, bummy, bro. It's all so of LeBron, bummy. All of oh, he's gone. Sport. He's in the West. Oh, the West, you know, the talent's spreading. The East has never been better. I don't want to hear that. That's just Yeah, but that, that East-West doesn't matter because LeBron won all four of his MVPs in the East when it was easier to win it. So it doesn't matter if the East is easier well, to win. He's fucking better of yeah, it, oh, that still matters. Me. So, so if, he, if it's easier in the East, then that doesn't matter because that means Giannis automatically has a step up on LeBron and he used that step up to show that he was the MVP. Because mm. you can't – Well, like, it matters when LeBron was competition and LeBron is playing better. When LeBron, was winning, when, LeBron won four, when LeBron won four MVPs in the East against worse competition, nobody was saying, oh, blah, blah, blah. I mean, they yeah, were, but, but was, it didn't – There was no People were talking else. shit saying he was in the East, but it still didn't matter. He still won MVP. But he wasn't competing about a, he wasn't competing against a LeBron in the West during those MVP votes. He was competing with KDs, men who are leading the league and scoring four times in a row like Kevin Durant, yeah. Westbrook having these triple double seasons, Westbrook. Harden averaging like thirty five points a game. Like those yeah. are big seasons still. Yeah, and he's but I just around. I just don't understand how you can say the man is an MVP when he doesn't even lead his team in any categories but assists. And why do you think the thing is Anthony, Anthony Davis benefiting Anthony else. Davis will probably finish top five. Anthony Davis will probably finish top five in MVP voting as well. So yeah. how are you going to say the man who's leading the team with his partner who's top five in MVP voting is LeBron's clearly the MVP? He didn't even do it because, all himself. If you have because if you know basketball, player, you know LeBron is the guy on that team. You know he's better, and you know he's making everybody better because he's so valuable. If you know he's not making everybody because Anthony Davis has been doing this since he came in in like 2012. Yeah, but I just told you that like he was just putting up numbers to do nothing. You know what I mean? But they, they still went to the playoffs. Everyone who puts up numbers that does nothing, like no one cares about them for MVP. They're just numbers. Yeah, but they still like they're they okay. Yeah, they're just numbers. But yeah, if you, you take gotta, Anthony you gotta Davis, produce. we know this. You got to produce. You got to get wins. You got to seed well in the playoffs. Okay, so what about, okay, yeah, LeBron was injured last year, but the games he did play, he finished 28 and 27. That wasn't an MVP season. What, what are you saying? Because he took a season off? That's what everyone's saying. No, he he took a season up. off. Yeah, but he, he came up. back. He came back. They were still within reach. It was LeBron playoff mode, which never happened. And then yeah, he had I, to, I they had to run. I don't recall coming they had back to run and, in reach. They had to run and beg for Anthony Davis, give up like eight first-round picks and half the young guys. You know hey, why? That because a, they that knew. That was just smart. They knew without Anthony Davis, LeBron can't carry the team like he used to. That was evident last year. Giannis, he's still carrying the team. Giannis is young. He's just entering his prime. Only 25 still. And he dominated this season. Hey, but anyways, you know look, what? Giannis we had can, a great we, year, okay? I'm just saying LeBron's clearly the MVP. And Giannis is going to be back-to-back MVPs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he might. He might win. But you know what? It's the wrong choice. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. It's the wrong choice. 
because it's a back TV to, show, Peta. They just pick going back to back every year. Back to back. Back to back. Where the rats busy. Okay. <laughs> all right. So on to the next one. You know, we could argue about that all day. But after that, I want to hear your East lock for the finals. Oh, my days. This is going to be really funny considering uh, I was just <laughs> going against him for the MVP vote. But I'm still going to give credit where credit's due. And Giannis is still a godly player. And I'm going to pick the Bucks. It feels like a no-brainer. I don't want to overthink it. There, what if, if there's any other team I wanted to pick for my lock, it'd be the Raps because I really like hey. them, of course. But uh, I just think uh, like the Raps have a better team overall. You know, like the bench squad and all that. Like they're just really well coached and all the guys play their roles really well. And then they have like gamers too. Like Siakam is a really good player, and even though he's bursting on the scene, he's still uh, underrated. Excuse me, because he is really, really good, really impactful. But at the end of the day, I'm going to go with the Greek Freak in the Bucks. And he still has a pretty solid supporting cast as well. You know, Middleton, like you said, like kind of like underrated, but at the same time overrated. I feel like this, a lot of people think he's like this stud of an all-star. And I just think he's a really, really, really good player. You know what I'm saying? I think me and you can agree there. He's really, really, really good. I don't know if I'd say like, if I'd like, like you mentioned earlier, want him to be my number two guy. I'd probably rather AD. <laughs> but, but he's pretty good. But yeah, I'm going to rock with the Bucks and, uh, I think it's going to be pretty fun in the East. I think it's going to be pretty close. Like, I think there's a few other teams that are going to make it pretty interesting, but I think the Bucks are going to take it. What are you saying? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to – you know, it really did come down to the Bucks and the Raps. Yeah. After arguing that Giannis is MVP, it will be hard to kind of choose against him, but you know, but you defending know champs. That's exactly what you're going to do, aren't you? From, from, T, from T.O. fam, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm going to have to roll with my boys. Group <laughs> Just as deep as last year, actually deeper, you know. Okay, you lost Kawhi and Danny Green, but you still got Lowry, Gasol, Siakam, Ibaka. Yeah, they haven't skipped ben a beat, Lee. They haven't skipped o- a beat. OG has gone better. Norman Powell's had a breakout year, 16 points a game. Boucher, you know, he's getting good. Shout out Boucher, Montreal boy. Mm-hmm. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, he's legit. The only thing that does worry me about the Raps is when it comes down to crunch time and you need a bucket, Who's going to be the man to score that bucket? You know, like mm. last year it was Kawhi when they needed that go-to shot. Has Siakam stepped up? I hope so. I think so. But I don't honestly think it will always be Siakam. It might I be that. I think Lowry can be that guy, but can also not be that guy. It'll, I don't know who probably, that guy is either, Pena. It'll probably be like the Spurs back in the day. I mean, like team basketball doesn't really win you the championship anymore like it used to. Nowadays it's more dominated by a few superstars that you need to literally – have that guy to get you that bucket when you need it. But mm. yeah, like you said, you know, Lowry can take the shot or he might, or, you know, he can dish it off to a guy like Serge Ibaka for a three to win the game or Van Vliet, yeah. you know, Sir, like, like Serge Van Vliet, like they're Serge, especially like really seasoned guy. You know, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, like if I'm being it. real, if you watched the finals last year, Kawhi carried them all the way to the finals, but in the finals, other people stepped up. Van Vliet hit some massive shots. Van Vliet he, was, he, Van yeah. Vliet hit some massive – Siakam led, had a game when he led the team in points. He went off. Lowry had another game when he went off. Kawhi did carry the team to the finals, but it was a group effort in the finals. And, yes, yeah. they were injured, and we don't know what would happen if they, if they were healthy. But, hey, that's part of the sport. He was still instrumental, though. Let's not pretend yeah. that Kawhi oh, was expendable. No, Kawhi – I think Kawhi, Kawhi should get a statue in Toronto. Hot take. Oh, yeah. Kawhi should definitely get a statue. But what I'm dope. saying is – All I'm saying is there were other guys that hit big shots and, like, stepped up when they needed to. So just based on that last year in the finals, at least, because like in, in the Philly series, it was clearly nobody stepped up apart from uh, Kawhi. 
Uh, the Buck mm-hmm. series, you know, Van Vliet started hitting some big shots. But the finals, it was a little more spread out. But to get, yeah, I'm being real. We've got to give respect where respect is due. To get to the finals without Kawhi, we wouldn't have even been anywhere near there. Mm-hmm. But this year, you know, they've played better ba- team basketball. And I think it's going to be tight. You know, it's going to be hard against Giannis. But it's going to be the front Raptors, of the East. Those are the two oh, yeah. open dogs. And the Raptors, they got some good defenders. You know, you can throw OG at uh, – OG at Giannis, you know, you're going to have Ibaka on Giannis. You're going to have Siakam on him. You're going to have Gasol protecting the paint. And they're just going to stuff the paint again and hope that they can stop Giannis like last year. But it's going to be a very fun season, uh, series. Very fun. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. There's a lot. Like yeah. like you said, I, I, I like the – I prefer watching uh, basketball when they have a stud on the team, of course. It's just kind of more fun watching somebody dominate. Like I feel like how the Raps do it, it's kind of like seamless and kind of – boring sometimes you know like it's just good team ball like a lot of yeah exactly back in the day you know what i mean but it's it's really underrated how well they do because they're just like a well-oiled machine and every oh yeah every piece clicks and they all know what they need to like they know their roles and they get it done so it's gonna be real fun in the east bro uh i'll let you keep the lead here who's your lock in the west then oh you know i'm always (laughs) i'm always anti-lebron the one thing i can't say about lebron is he is the king of social justice in the NBA. This guy, maybe people try to give him flack because he didn't talk this much this past uh, recent times uh, with the Black Lives Matter movement and everything, but he doesn't need to. He's got more than a vote. He's got his school. He has everything. So LeBron is literally doing the most. So outside of ball, I've got to give him respect where respect is due. Amen. But you already know who my West Lock is. The Clippers. Yeah? You know what? <laughs> Tonight they're going to play the Lakers and the, the Clippers, they don't have Beverly. They don't have... Uh, Lou Will, they don't have much. Yeah, Lou Will. Can we talk about that for a sec? <laughs> <laughs> Loud, bro. Apparently, uh, they were saying that. Baby. They were saying Magic City has some of the best wings in Atlanta. I didn't yeah. know that Mans went to a strip club to get wings, but that's I guess in Atlanta, so, that's how it goes. That's the coolest thing I've heard, man. <laughs> you know, so he's tough. back. He's back and he's quarantining. The only question mark is Montrezl Harrell. He still hasn't come back to the bubble. And oh, he's yeah. not really he knowing his whereabouts. Oh, yeah. emergency, eh? But, right. you know, I hope everything with his family and everything goes well and it gets fixed. You know, this is bigger yeah. than basketball during this time. But yeah. even if he doesn't come back, they still have Kawhi, Marcus Morris, the better of the Morris twins, not the one on the Lakers. Oh, Reggie wait. Jackson. Well, Reggie Jackson was a big pickup. Joakim Noah, okay, you know what? He's way past his prime, but he can put a little bit of grinding in still. You saw him in those exhibitions. Yeah, he brings a veteran presence, and he might be the only one who can body around with Anthony Davis because, let's be real, Zubac and Harrell, Harrell, they can't stop Anthony Davis, but Joakim Noah might be the only one who can get physical with him and maybe wear him down a bit. But you know what I mean? Patrick Beverly's quarantining right now. He's going to be back soon. And uh, uh, Lou Williams is going to be back soon. The game tonight might be a little sloppy. The Lakers have Anthony Davis not playing and Rondo's out for a while. So you know what I mean? The Lakers and Clippers are both going into this a little bit handicapped, but yeah. I just still think that they're above the competition. So I don't. I think that once the serious games start around September, that they will be at full strength and chugging ahead. And I think the Lakers and the Clippers are going to be in the Western Conference Finals and the Clippers are going to win in seven games. And you know who's hitting the shot. Kawhi! Okay. So, uh... Okay, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Uh, I'm not really paying attention right now as much to, like, the uh, like the placing games. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm more paying attention to, uh, like, the teams that are actually playing in for spots, per se. 
So I'm not really stressed right now about, and you kind of touched on why, like the teams that they're putting forth, because like there's not really a lot on the line. I don't feel like these teams really care where they're seated so no, much. Like, like it's going to, like, of course, like to a degree, like it's good to like get some hard runs in and get your feet under you. And like, obviously the seating can help a bit, but at the end of the day, we're talking about the lake and the cliff. You know, whoever they're going to play, like in the first round, they're going to slap them around. So I think it's a good point that you make. Oh, yeah. Even though people are banged up and they don't have full squads for various reasons. It's not really that like, like the cards aren't on the line yet. You know, they don't have their full rosters out. Uh, I like how well, you touched on yeah. Montrezl Harrell. Sorry. what do you want to say? I was just going to say, yeah. The only thing that is like, you just don't want the Clippers to fall to like the fourth seed. Cause then they'll have to play the Lakers in the second round. And we yeah. want to see that in the conference finals. We don't want yeah. to see that in the second right. round. You want Yeah. For the TV show. Yeah. You want to see yeah. it in the finals, but, um, I like how you touched on Montrezl Harrell, too, because, like, this is kind of, like, a quick off note before I say what I'm picking. But, like, you see that there's bare mans that are leaving for family emergencies. And people forget that they're people, too. And this is stuff that would just happen normally. But you'd, it just wouldn't be in the news because you wouldn't have to leave a bubble. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, everyone, exactly. like, they have lives going on every day. And now it's just publicized even more because you have to leave this bubble. And it's going to be, like, obviously, like, you're leaving the bubble. So it's going to be taken note of. So, like you mentioned, I hope things are okay with him. And his family. I remember uh, following him in Louisville during March Madness back in the day. I immediately loved him. I don't know. He was just a baller back then. It's funny when you mentioned that. I just thought of that. So, side note. Even though I love Montrezl, I'm taking the Lake Show. And it's for a bunch of reasons that I touched on earlier, including they have the King, the GOAT, and the MVP, LeBron James. Then they have the best second fiddle, AD. And then the supporting cast, like you mentioned earlier, you mentioned all the guys, KCP, Rondo, when he comes back, which should be around, like, late first round, second round, if I'm not mistaken, with that busted thumb, et cetera, et cetera. And they also won free agency, kinda. Like, they got my boy off the Henny, Jay Swish. And then, on top of that, they took it, the boy who's getting blizzied up and geeked up on the airplane, Dion Waiters, and now they're ready to go. Like, I mean, like, they already had a blessed supporting cast and LeBron James ready to slap around the clip. Even though, like, the clip might be deeper, they still don't have LeBron, and I'm going to take LeBron every time. And then they won free agency, and now I honestly feel like the teams are level, but then the Lake Show got LeBron. Like, look, the Clips have a great supporting cast, too. You know, six man of the year, et cetera, et cetera. But that being said, I'm going with the Lake Show, and I'm not going to lie. Like, sure, like, the series might be close. Like, I'd probably think six or seven games as well. But – I feel like 100% confident the Lakers are going to slap the clip around whenever they face them. All right. First of all, free agency. Ooh. Yeah, they – They switch, they, baby, off the heady. <laughs> we'll talk about the whole year, from the summer all the way up until, like, the end of the buyout candidates and all of that, the waiver wire. So, you know, first of all, actual free agency last summer. The Lakers got okay. They traded for Anthony Davis, and they brought in some other names, but – they didn't get Kawhi and Yeah, Paul I was George. just saying that was the news. Yeah, yeah, that was the news. <clears throat> but okay, ever since, let's say about February when the buyouts happen and, you know, the waiver wire at the end, you sign. Okay, they got Dion Waiters. They got um, Markeith Morris and they got uh, Jay, Jay Markeith, Swish. Yes, the lesser of the Morrises, but still okay. a good player. So they got the less of the Morrises, the better Morris in the buyout market. He went to the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Jay Swish, this guy's like 35, way past his prime. But you know, but, maybe but with, you don't need to be in your prime to just pull threes. 
Yeah, last time we saw him, he was he was not pulling threes. He was get, getting rebounds and running the wrong way. It was like he had that some was of those so bad, bro. He had he had some of those edibles that Dion Waiters had on the plane. Freaking, I can't believe Dion got so zooped on the plane like that. Yeah, dude. And so Dion Waiters, <laughs> you know, he was sick back in the day, but this guy hasn't played a game in time. Maybe okay, maybe LeBron would whip him. LeBron usually whips all his, his soldiers into shape. You know, mm-hmm. thing with LeBron too with Jr. Swishes. Whenever people, whenever old players come to LeBron, they always seem to find the fountain of youth that he's drinking them from. So you got to give him credit where credit is due. But I just like the pickups of Marcus Morris and Reggie Jackson more. Reggie Jackson can still ball. Reggie Jackson is huge. He can still ball. I like him a lot. And you back up Pat Beverly, who's a nasty defender. They have two best wing defenders in Kawhi and Paul George. They can, you know, they can do their work on LeBron. My only worry is how the Clippers are going to defend Anthony Davis. But again, it doesn't really matter because in basketball nowadays, nobody's playing defense anyways. You can't play real defense anymore. So it's just about who's going to score more. And I think the Mm. Clippers have a deeper team and they're just going to score more points. We're going to be looking at a crazy high scoring games and that's just how it's going to be. The thing is you you can't, you can't defend AD really. You're right. Like they can try to contain him, but they're not really going to stop him. It's the same with LeBron. And then, like you mentioned, it's the same with the studs on the other side, like PG and Clyde. They're going to get theirs. And I, I, at the end of the day, I, I think I disagree. Like, I just think the Lakers are going to score more. Like, I, I, I don't know. I think we're just going to totally disagree. Like, I think yeah. now the Lakers, honestly, obviously LeBron and AD help, but I honestly think the Lakers roster is better. Like, yeah. they got better. And the real season, the real season series winner were the Clippers, two to one. I know the Lakers and Clippers are playing tonight, but like we said, it's the first game of the bubble. They played a few exhibition. They're both pretty banged up. It doesn't really mean much, but I'm probably still going to tune in, though. Yeah, I'm going to tune in for sure. But yeah. I'm just saying that the Clippers won the season series too. They were looking good. That being said, the Lakers were starting to really roll. I, obviously, they were in first. They finished first, but if you watched it, it did take a little bit for them to get to get clicking which is really impressive considering they're in first and it still took them a little time to get going, which is crazy. But the Clippers, have been, kind of scary. the Clippers have been so banged up, they never got a chance to get going. This, this yeah, break do you, was, do you think they can pick up quick enough or do you think it's too Oh, yeah. Because think about it. They're still second in the West and PG and Kawhi barely play together. They're both healthy now. The break has helped no one yeah, else but, I'm but saying, these do, two do guys. Do you think they had enough time to build a good enough rapport? Because AD and LeBron, like those two alpha dogs, like if we're looking alpha dog versus alpha dog, like the pairs on the two teams, LeBron and AD, they're clicking on all cylinders. They've had like bare time under their belt. And they're oh, really yeah. good together. Kawhi and all- PG, like you said, like I, I, at the end of the day, I really think that they can, they can get it done because they're two all-stars and elite players and they're going to click well together. But they do have less time playing together. There's going to be less chemistry for sure. Well, they're, they're clicking on all cylinders. But they still lost two out of three games to the Clippers during the regular season. And the one game they did beat the Clippers was hey, Avery, that, Bradley's, hey, hey. Avery Bradley hit seven threes, the heroics. It wasn't hey, based it's on, on the two. It's on the line. It's on the line now. It's on the line? And we'll it's see. on the line now, baby. We're going to see. All right. Well. So, enough talking about that because we can argue about this all day. Yeah. I want to hear your while. East Dark Horse. My East Dark Horse, okay. Uh, so, for me, you know what? Like – I was going to say the Heat, and I feel like you might say the Heat too, and really I feel like this is where I'm leaning. But you know what? I'm going to take this team instead, and they really on paper shouldn't be a dark horse, but they are because they always just seem to underperform, and it's Fila, the 76ers. 
And look, the thing is, like, they've been waste all year. Like, waste is, like, just not living up to the expectations, like, being below them. But they're still uber talented, and they're trying new things, you know. They're moving Simmons to uh, power forward, which I think could be better for him. I'm not really sure. I kind of – I'm skeptical because I really think where he uh, makes a name for himself is how he can play on the ball because I know he can't pull it, but he can, like, cut and, like, pass and drive to the cup. But they got to try something new because he's he like even though he's doing really well and he's like he's still an all star like people are forgetting that every year it does feel like he's not playing to like the best of his ability yeah. for whatever reason. So no. I, what, remind me of the guy's name that they're moving to point guard. Uh, Shake Milton or whatever. Yeah, Shake. Yeah, yeah I, I hear they match. like him. I'm skeptical. Like obviously, like this guy's going to be a starter. Go up from like probably like 14, 60 minutes to like 32 or whatever he'll be playing. Like whatever you it'll be and like he's doing that with like so much on the line right away. I'm very skeptical about that, but like, I'm just going to be fun here and take the Sixers as a sleeper because they really shouldn't be. And they definitely weren't like a lot of people had them winning the East at the start of the year. And now like me and you, I'll, I feel like you can admit this too. Like when we were talking about this segment, looking at my sleeper and my lock in the East, I didn't think about them for a second. So I'm going to yeah, rock but- the Sixers and I definitely would love that. But let me hear what you got to say. Who's your sleeper. You know what? Like you, you did make that, a good Peta? point you on it. That? Yeah, you yeah. Because, you know, Philly, if you said at the beginning of the season they were a sleeper, they weren't because they were they like were the championship team. favorites. They were, the they were literally – they were they people were the projected them to be making it out of the uh, East. Yeah. But, you know, it's been – I, I been said a, it. I said it. Yeah, it's been a rough year. Uh, I do – you know what? I do like the switch because, okay, yes, Simmons is still probably going to be playing on ball a lot. But mm-hmm. it's just the fact that they take out for, uh, Al Horford, who, you know what? Him and Embiid and Simmons, they just don't coexist well together. No, that just Horford, sense. Horford will be better coming off the bench. So I think this change is actually going to help because you're going to bring Shake Milton in. And that, that's going to bring in some more shooting. You're going to spread the floor. Where with Horford, you just didn't have that spreading. But he can come in and lead the second unit. And yeah. Shake Milton, let's not forget, when, uh, when Simmons was injured, Shake had some big, big games. Like, he, he had some very good uh, – he was putting up, like, 20, 25. He was literally, Liam, a fantasy stud. You would have yeah. loved you know him. What, you fantasy. know I don't play fantasy ball, but I'm glad that you can be hip right now. But he would have – he would have – he was going off. Like and, uh, basketball, I mean. Yeah, yeah he, was, yeah. he was playing so well. So, you know what? That's good, but – you know, I could see them being a dark horse, but my favorite dark horse, who I think might actually has a like a very good chance, like if Philly gets it together, they have a very good chance. Like Philly, if they're rolling, they're just as good as Milwaukee and the Raps are maybe even better. They're more skilled and talented, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. They have the best starting five. You got Josh Richardson and Horford who came from last year. Alec Burks is a guy who can get buckets off the bench. And this is another dark horse, Miami. Did we yeah. not see – did we not see Jimmy Butler on Philly last year? He was their guy. Like, I originally was going to pick Miami Pitta, So Jimmy Butler was the reason that Philly went seven games with the Raptors. Jimmy G Buckets. That was the main reason. He's a, yeah, like you said. He was going period. off. He's that guy where you need a bucket in the fourth. He's going to go off. He, he, he's perfect. Jimmy, that attitude he has, the grind hustle that like, you know, they hated in Philly he's got the and they hated in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't really work in Philly or Minnesota because it was a lot of young guys. But I don't know, with Miami, with Pat Riley and, you know. Uh, Their young uh, guys like it. Their young yeah. guys like it. They bought and in. And Spolstra, they, they bought in, though, because it starts at the top with Pat Riley, who loves the grind mentality. It's yeah. all about hustling old school grind. 
They I also got that. Bam Adebayo, who most definitely will be the most improved player this year. He was also an all-star. And if you watch it, Bam Adebayo, he stood his ground well against Giannis. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, an, he's only like 6'9", but he's an absolute stud of an athlete to be yeah. playing center of like body these guys. Average just like five assists a game. Let's not forget about the low-key acquisitions they had at the end of uh, the buyouts. They got Andre Iguodala. Yeah, he's oh, like 36 right. now. But he can still play good defense. And he can yeah. give you 15, 15 minutes a game of solid defense and some buckets. And, and experience Cr- is never underrated. Yeah. And they got Jay Crowder again. Kendrick Nunn and uh, Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. These guys can all splash threes. Kendrick Nunn could maybe even be the uh, like one of the most improved. Tyler Hero, nasty rookie. And then we can keep going down the list. Kelly Olenek, shout out Canada. Okay, he doesn't really get as much PT anymore, but he can ball. Mm-hmm. Myers Leonard came over in that uh, Portland trade when they got rid of Hassan Whiteside. Again, he can do, he can add stuff. And then Goran Dragic. Don't remember Goran Dragic yeah, was a the dragon, baller. Maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just a great, team. just a great PG. Just makes oh, yeah. everybody better. Just Miami's team well. is literally skill wise just yeah. as good as other teams in the East, and they're being slept on and. If they make the finals, I wouldn't be surprised at all just because the way they play and the skill they have. Like Jimmy Butler leading that team, okay, maybe he's not as good as Giannis, but he's, he's, he's better than any of the top stars on the Raptors. I would say he's better than any like Jason Tatum or the top stars on the Celtics. Uh, I think that's debatable. It, yeah. But, that's but debatable. I, I'd probably go with Jimmy too, but like yeah. Tatum, Tatum's got – he's got a and then like, play, bro. And then let's say, but right now, Tatum has a much higher ceiling. Let's be real. And then you're also looking at, if you look at Philly, you can say Embiid is more skilled or Ben Simmons. But when Jimmy was there, he was the alpha dog. Like he's just the top two or three alpha dog in the East. And I just think that, yes, they have, like, they're so good and they're going to be sneaky good. But I also can't sleep on Philly because Philly's legit as well. Mm -hmm. Well, like I said, I really was rocking with Miami originally, like, when we decide, like when we designed this segment, like I'm not gonna lie, I just one I figured you would pick them too, and two like I kind of would like Philly to do well just because I love Embiid. <laughs> he just plays so much, and I love that. Yeah. But Jimmy G, like you said, like I would probably rather have Jimmy G on my team than Ben Simmons and Embiid. And I think yeah. Ben Simmons and Embiid are both I just more don't... talented. But Jimmy, like, there's just it's just Jimmy G buckets, and the G stands for gets. There's something in those genes, bro. There's something about him, Jim- man. Jimmy gets buckets, and you know what? He might not be as skilled, but he's just a grinder. He's always been a hustler, and he doesn't care if you're better than him. He's going to outwork you. He's going to outwork you. He will outwork you. Came from the mud. Okay, now on to the last segment of the show. We've talked about the East Dark Horses. We talked about the Locks. Who is your West Dark Horse? Wow, my West sleeper, huh? I think you're going to like this a lot. I'm rocking with my boy Luka Doncic and the Maps. Really for Jeez! that reason, okay. I'm really reaching deep in the West sleeper here. Because, like, the West is, like, there's so many more teams to pick in the West and the East. Like, when you're looking at sleepers, like, you can rock with the Nuggets. I feel like, honestly, like, not really a sleeper to do a bunch of damage. But, like, you could even go as deep as to, like, the Blazers or Dude. the Pelicans. But we can talk about them a bit more later if you want. But I feel like the Mavs, they're right there. Like, obviously, they have... Like, Luka, Luka Doncic, for starters, like, if you really wanted to make the case, like, already could be a top five player in this league for sure, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. It's, he's definitely it's, in. It's, it's like, it's, there's a lot of good talent. There's a lot of good talent, but he's really good. And then and he's, def- he's top five in the – he's definitely top five in MVP voting. He's yeah, almost yeah. averaging a triple-double. He's legit. He's legit, bro. He's legit. And KP's coming, coming into his own, fully and surely, the unicorn, you know. And I just 
I just think that uh, with all the guys there in Dallas, like the supporting cast, like nothing crazy, but like pretty good team. Like they did pretty well in the West, all things considered, because it's really good. And Luka Doncic, like, like you said earlier, can be a triple-double machine and can take over games sometimes. And with this unique bubble situation and how cheating uh, is going to work out and how the series are going to go, I think I think the Mavs could be a lot of fun as a sleeper, and I'd like to see them try to do some damage in the West. Not too they much, could- though. I can't. I, I don't want them to see them go crazy and like maybe push the Lakers or anything like that. But I could do a little bit. So I would definitely say they're a dark horse. You know, yeah. again, it's not like you're playing in home crowds. There's no home field advantage. This is going to be looking like it looks like more summer, summer, uh, summer ball pickup games kind of. The intensity's there, but there's just no crowd. It's just different. So you know, I like what they're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. What they have have the you fans. seen? Sorry, side note. Have you seen how like many three Seth Curry's been splashing in the bubble? I don't think he's missed a three in the bubble yet. Just saying. Seth Seth Curry's been amazing. That's I what I'm saying. Like, you know, got his Dallas jeans Dallas, going in the Dallas like crazy could, right could now. surprise some men. You know, Kristaps is legit too. Dwight Powell, another shout out Canada. He's solid as well. But mm-hmm. you know what? I'm gonna have to roll with my dark horse. I know it's kind of hard to think of them as a dark horse because they are third in the West. The Nuggets, you know. But I still feel like everyone sleeps on them. They're not really talked about as much as, say, like OKC behind them with Chris Paul or even the Rockets. Like, people are, are thinking, talking more about the Rockets or I'm even sleeping Utah. On, I'm sleeping yeah. on OKC like crazy. I'm not going to lie. People are, okay, yeah, OKC is probably another deep sleeper. But, like, yeah. the Rockets and the Utah and even, like, teams like Portland and uh, the Portland. Utah and, I'm sleeping on. And the, the Rockets, Pelicans, they're not. I'm interested in Peta, the yeah. micro ball, but I'm sleeping. We'll on see. It's either going to work or it's going to like. Blow they're going to live and die by the three. The, the only way yeah. they're going to win is they're going to they're going to pull sixty threes a game, like seriously. And they're going yeah, to Westbrook is just going to put yeah, up like thirty layups like 40, a game. They're going to have to hit forty threes. Like 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 you mentioned earlier, like the league is about scoring more points, not stopping the team from scoring more points, and yeah. that's especially true in Houston. Like they just want to oh, yeah. score more points every game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But now so I'm gonna it's fun. About- it's fun to watch, but I'm I'm sleeping on that. I'm sleeping yeah. on the micro ball. But that's the thing. Denver has slept on hard. Let's not forget that they were a game seven away from the conference finals last year. They lost. Mm-hmm. They and you know what? Okay, Portland got swept in uh, the conference finals against Golden State. But do we not forget that Portland had double-digit leads that they blew in every single one of those four games? They were up by, like, 10 to 15 in all those games and lost. So it's not like those four games weren't competitive. They just kind of imploded. Denver's mm-hmm. third in the West. They're still I like overlooked. Denver a lot. They, you know what? I like that you had uh, Doncic, a European boy. I got the other European boy, Jokic. I love yeah. the Joker. And He's he been slid my down like crazy, eh? He looks unbelievable. Yeah. The Joker's and then Bull, been my... too. Do you think Bull Bull is going to touch the court during the playoffs? He might, but that's that's just part of my point. Yeah. We'll talk on Jokic. Maybe did he slim down because he's in shape, or did he slim down because he's got Corona partying with Djokovic and them in Serbia? But that's <laughs> that's besides the point. You got Jokic. You got Jamal Murray. Shout out Canada again. Gary Harris. Shout out Jamal Murray. You, did you hear about what happened to him a while ago, Peta? This is so what? jokes. <laughs> well, we're getting off topic, but what happened? <laughs> There's a video of him getting top on his IG story. Oh my god! <laughs> Shout out Canada. <laughs> Then we go to Gary Good Harris, <laughs> and then we go to Paul Millsap, who can still ball even though he's old. And then, like you said, Bull Bull. They got young guys. Bull Bull, Michael Porter Jr., who he had some flashes this year. Yeah, he's still young and inconsistent. They got Monte Morris, your boy from college uh, NCAA March Madness tournament. Mm. Will Barton, nasty sixth man, debatably just as good as getting buckets as Lou Will. 
So what my point is, is they got like their starting lineup who are like, they're still young. Jokic, Jamal Murray, they're all under like 25. Paul Millsap yeah. is like the true veteran. And then they got these guys like Bull Bull and Michael Porter Jr. who are for the future, but they can still produce now he in some games. Now. So he's the thing is, Porter, the Porter scary thing is, slept on yeah. he was banged up in the draft, right? Like he was Yeah, he should. He would have been a top pick. He was been a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they, that's my point is, is that they got the talent to compete in the, in the present. And they have their building for the future. So I think they're a serious sleeper, and they're going to be really exciting to watch. Yeah. I don't even think they're a sleeper. In my, well, I mean, they are a bit just because, like, of the two main alpha they're dogs just not talk, They're just not talked about a lot. Yeah, but they're, they're really good. I totally yeah. agree. They're really good. They are really, really good. good. You know what? I know I heard you off the air. We were talking a little bit about uh, some of the fringe teams. Yeah. Uh, I know you want to touch on them quick just before we end this episode. So I'd like to hear what you have it. to say about that. A uh, couple of things. So first of all, I'm gassed up that my Wiz kids are somehow having a chance to play in the playoffs. See what Bradley Beal can do, of course. Those who don't know, I used to live in the Maryland, close to D.C. area. So I did fall in love with the Wiz kids. John Wall, uh, Bradley Beal, Paul Pierce, when he was on his retirement tour in there too. So I'd love to see them do well. But realistically, a team that I'm thinking that could actually maybe do like a little bit of damage if they can get a ticket to the dance uh, Portland or the Pelicans, either one of the Jeez. two. Like, the Pelicans, like, I think, obviously, Zion, like, when he's playing, like, he's actually ridiculous. Like, if Zion was playing all year, like, if he wasn't injured at the start and he stayed at that rate, he was, like, a unanimous rookie of the year. Like, his numbers are astronomical. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, he's just such he, an impact <laughs> player. He's such he's, a beast. He's averaging, like, 22 and 7 off of, yeah. like, 20-something minutes. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. He's just such a freak. And you know what? Lonzo has been playing nasty. Yeah, Lonzo, like Lonzo's double. finally in a role, I think, that fits him. You know what I him mean? Him and Zion? Guard. Zion has been the perfect, time time. Zion's been the perfect addition for him. Yeah. Brandon Ingram's numbers have been hurt a lot, but you know what? The Pelicans are going to be fun to – yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. The Pelicans are going to be fun to watch. Who I'm really excited for is Portland. You know what? They only have to finish within four Mello. games. They, they might not finish in eighth, but – the way they're doing it is if you finish within four games of eighth place and you're in ninth, the ninth place team has to beat they like they play kind of a play in games yeah. where the ninth place team has to beat the eighth place team twice in a row. Yeah. So eighth place just wins one, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think Portland, you know what? They had Zach Collins injured all year, who you know what? He did start the year out pretty good. And Nurkic hasn't played at all. They're now both healthy. They've both been around for away from basketball for a long time. So, you know, there's there is general fitness but then the game rush, shape at least their game healthy. shape it's is such a unique a lot year right such a oh yeah playoffs. but i think portland in those bottom teams i guess the pelicans are fun to watch but i think portland has by far the most skill and dame dollar baby you know like yeah. damn we should make him the freaking our podcast theme song because he's a rapper too yeah, you see how he turned dollar. his bubble his yeah, bubble he, hotel room into a studio. What a G man! He's so dope, bro. And actually, I'm not gonna lie. I've heard like some of his songs, like some snippets and stuff. He actually spits too. No yeah, bad. some of them aren't bad at all. He, he's like, like he he's at, like I see a lot of athletes like try to make music, and it's just like pretty waste. But, he's like, definitely he's, like, pretty good. He's definitely the best athlete slash like singer who's an athlete, either rapper. Whole second for me yeah. that I'm biased would be Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, <laughs> he's the best lines I ever heard. He's like, it's something like. I'm going off like I'm in the Madden, and then he goes, oh, wait, I'm in the Madden. <laughs> you know who's another funny one that uh, was terrible that I just started listening to his music? I checked out a few of them. You're going to die, bro. Yeah. Antonio Brown. Have you seen his YouTube raps? Oh, man. Have you heard a whole lot of money? I love that song. 
I got a whole lot of money. It's just like they just crank. He just cranked up the auto tune. Yeah. Oh, it's so <laughs> funny, man. It's but so funny. Off topic. Dave Dahl is definitely the best athlete rapper slash singer there is. Yeah, no doubt. He's, he's, he's definitely. You got it. You're disrespecting him if you're not putting him in the top three point guards in the league. Oh, absolutely. I think so. And obviously, like the, like I I said, the Pelicans and the Blazers. I just went with the Pelicans. Like as one of those fringe teams to do a little damage because they're, they're gonna be fun. fun. You know, you but know what I mean. They can. The Blazers are definitely better. The funny thing is, is where everyone's sleeping on the Grizzlies, expecting them to fall out of eighth, but they've actually been hooping this year. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm still sleeping though. Like I, I yeah. like Ja and JJ, but. <sighs> and if I'm you check, if you, if you check the schedule, they made the Grizzlies schedule really hard, and Portland's and the Pelicans a little like way easier just because yeah. they want it to be close to have like a play-in series. They don't want. They don't want well, the Grizzlies course. to finish eighth and they'd be like five games ahead and not have a play in. They want. There's a reason why all those teams are there in the first place. It's because it's yeah, the exactly. Ratings, you know yeah. what I mean? And I get why. Like ratings are more important than ever because there's no ticket sales. Even though yeah, like exactly. all your revenue comes in really from TV ratings and deals and stuff, like ticket sales really, in the grand scheme of things, are such a small percentage of where you're making money. Oh yeah, but it's still it's, it's still especially play especially want to get more basketball. people in there, more teams. Yeah, more exactly. There, so. And they want. Because if you cut out those teams too, it's even less people watching. You know, yeah. some people may not even be buying in already. Like Zion, honestly, right now, uh, maybe like maybe even more so than LeBron is like the most hype player for like yeah. NBA fans in general, especially the young. And if fans. he's and if he's not, he's second for yeah. sure. Yeah, like, like, he, like everybody, everybody was waiting for his debut this year. Like yeah. it wasn't like everybody was like he's the guy. Yeah, he's the exactly. he's like he's the next guy. That he's like. Uh, when uh, LeBron was bursting on the scene or when MJ was bursting on the scene, even though his was like a little more quiet, but still pretty loud yeah. when he arrived. Like he's the oh, guy yeah. to watch right now. It's, you know Wait. how it is. It's 2020. It's that new, like Z- the millennials, they always want what's new. You know, like when you new. see, when you see Zion, how much hype was around him, you would figure the only player who would ever would have had more hype around him as if LeBron like grew up playing ball in the social media era. Yeah. Because, like, LeBron was still selling out stadiums all across the country. People were flying from wherever. But they didn't have, like, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, yeah. all those that Zion had. That, bust. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. he is the biggest thing since LeBron, <laughs> and he is the most sought-after ticket right now. So it's going to be fun. Have you ever fun. watched on YouTube LeBron's uh, game against Oak Hill in Ohio when Melo showed up and played? I watched a bit of it. It's fun, bro. It's fun. Yeah, it is a good one. Yeah, just saying. It's, cra- it's still crazy, like, these kids – like the hype that they have around him, it's like insane, LeBron, bro. especially. Could you imagine dealing with that? Like when yeah. I was that age, that'd be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these kids, man, the hype around them, bro. It's insane, bro. These it's high insane. school kids in the states are doing way more than freaking like it's like NBA levels of these yeah, games. Bro. Seriously, bro. Seriously. These, these AAU, these AAU leagues are literally like pro They're leagues. Packed. They got all the Scouts, nicest fans. stuff. Yeah, guys are flying across the country like it's crazy. Yeah, like they get them in pro gyms and fill them up. It's crazy. Like the biggest names. Yeah. Anyways, bro, we got to wrap up this week's episode. Yes, sir. Good, good talking to you. We'll get back to football next week. Yeah. Can't wait, bro. Thanks for tuning in. Adios. Uh, all around the world. Uh, to the beach, y'all. Let's go. Uh, all around the world. Y'all know. This is so, so dead. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the bye week. Talking hoops. Like Peta said, next week we're going to be getting into some more pigskin. 
keep checking in with us on our social media on Twitter, the Pigskin Kingpins. You know you can get the podcast on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you choose. And thanks for tuning in. Magnifico!